internet friends and welcome to one of the last times you will see that intro and yes i'm going to keep saying it until it happens because i know once it does the internet comments and people will be like where did all the intro go it's gone no it's just things are changing slowly this is the hardest part to update music animating animaniacs animations all that stuff. My name is Adam K.K. Bay. Welcome to episode number 185 of Final Boss TV. Today is the Marksmanship Hunter Show. And if you can read the title above where you've read the YouTube description box or the podcast title, Azertheria is not here today because of IRL MMO stuff that came up. But every single spec does get a show now. So maybe we'll see him in the future for BM Hunters. I don't know. I think we'll be fine. We can. I, I, I prefaced my guests today. They have to meme just hard enough to to keep it a hunter show, but not too hard to to make it something that happens it happens in True Shot Lodge. So we'll, we'll we'll blend it a little bit today, just a little bit. But before I get underway, there are some very special nerds and ladies out there that I have to give a huge thank you and extend my appreciation for supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between for. Thank you very much to my April patrons over on the show's Patreon page. Without them, Final Boss TV would be a much smaller production overall. And of course, if you like what I do here and what I make here on the stream, then there are more shows. There are quite literally more podcasts. You can go check those out over on the show's Patreon page. There is horribly bladed birthday cards, the show notes, the extra podcasts themselves. I didn't know this. Apparently, I've been making content for a while. There are 277 patron-only posts. I, I, have, I have no idea. But if you like what you hear and you see here, then there's more over on the show's Patreon page. So go check that out down below. Links in the description box. Links are on Twitch, wherever it is. It's not your first rodeo on the internet. You know how to support things and internet creators if, if you want to. But there you go. But today's show, Marksman Hunter. We do have two fresh meat guests on the show today. One of you may know, one of you may not know, but it depends on where you hang out on the internet. But Moofs, welcome to the show, sir. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Now, are you are you the one that is going to keep the show at least a little Mimi, or is that going to be our second guests? Uh, I think Ghost is a better memer than I am. Hmm. But you're you're bringing in the the, the really good beard today because mine is garbage. That's what you're here uh, for, yeah, right? Yeah, clean, clean shaved and everything. <laughs> so wait, you said ghost. So ghost is our other guest today. Hello, sir. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for uh, inviting me for the show. Now um, I'm gonna be trying to make <laughs> some memes, but I'm not gonna. We will see what happens. Well, the the the, one, the first thing I could bring up is you have a European-based accent, at least, so you and Azur have that going. Yes, I'm from Belgium, from uh, Europe, and uh, I speak Dutch. And uh, yeah, I'm from Belgium. The oh wait, where's where's Azertherian from again? Besides the internet hole. Um, Azertherian is from Denmark. There he is. 
just had to make sure we have the distinction there. Because I know that YouTube comments are like, they're from the same place. No, no, no. We're <laughs> from a different place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we rate in the same guild, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. How does that work, by the way? How, how does raiding with, with Azertharian work out? Just to throw him under the bus at the beginning of the show real quick, and then we'll just stop talking about him. Um, it's quite intimidating, but it's also um, mo motivating, I would say, because uh, there's... I mean, he's obviously like one of the best in the world, but it gives me motivation to become better and also like to improve, so... Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. So I'm going to throw this back around to, I'm going to go right back to, to Ghost again. And let me know, what do you, how, what do you dabble in then in the world of Warcraft? Who the heck are you? And how long have you been dabbling in said things in the world of Warcraft? Like how long have you played Hunter? What do you do in the community? What do you pick and choose and put together out there? What, what, what do you do, sir? Um, so I've been playing the game seriously since the start of Legion, since Emerald Nightmare, but I've played the game before in Wrath of the Lich King and Cataclysm, but I was very casual. Um, but I started, yeah, I've always been a hunter, never played another spec. Mm -hmm. And since Legion, I've been playing Marksmanship and I've kind of evolved from, I, I was always very active in the Discord through Shot Lodge. And lately, I've also been kind of maintaining the APL for Simulation Craft. I mean, not really maintaining, but like kind of improving it and right. making marksmanship and sometimes the other two specs uh, better for SimCraft. So yeah, I am, I'm also, yeah, at the moment, I'm moderating through Shot Lodge and, and I'm very uh, active in Simulation Craft. So that's who I am. So I always have to ask and make sure that you give shout outs because if, if you're involved in that and the APL and priority list nonsense with Simulation Craft, who, who else works on all of this stuff? Because all I do, I'm, I'm in sort of the side community for Enhancement Shamans and Feral Druids and Havoc Demon Hunters because of my connections with like Rusa and Purge and Word Up. And I see these giant posts of all this code. I have no idea what that is. So who else does all that stuff with you guys? Make sure you give the uh, shout outs to where they're, where they're due. I would give a shout out to the guy who's currently active is Jay Easy. Uh, he maintains it. Like he does all the, um, like the coding and I, I just search for improvements and see what I can do, but he does all the coding. Uh, someone else uh, who was very active was Nuohep. But I think he stopped the game, so he isn't very active anymore. Hmm. And then there's also Putro, but he recently quit the game. So I'm not sure if he's going to stay active on SimCraft or not. But it, Putro does some work for a WoW Analyzer, so that's something. There you go. Well, yeah. hopefully, maybe they come back for 8.2. I know that's going to be... Yeah, maybe. A bit of the underpinning discussion on any of these spec shows leading up to 8.2, because... We just had the recent PC Gamer interview with Ian Hazakosis. They had the Q&A recently. We know there's more information that's trickling out. We know there's the encrypted build on the PTR right now, which is actually funny looking at like the data miners and seeing like the backend chatter of like, oh, it builds up, but it's encrypted. They're learning. So Blizzard's getting information up there for us soon. So PTR next couple of weeks, probably. We'll have to see. 
that Heart of Azeroth 2.0, the, the soft relaunch of BFA. Another relaunch since uh, Legion and then BFA yep. and then now and then. I mean, the raid's coming out in a week and a half, right? So it's got to be up pretty Yeah, the Crucible of Storms. Well, the mini raid anyway. Just those two. Right. I I, I imagine that Unat is going to be hilariously overtuned just to sort of hold over a little bit longer. But we'll see. He could die in a day. I don't know. We'll find out. From what I've heard from other raid testers is that both of the fights are like Jaina-level learning curve. So Ooh. they're... Definitely uh, will take some time right. to learn. But back on to you, sir. Moves, what do you do in this great Y World of Warcraft? What do you dabble in? How long have you been playing Hunter? And where would people know your name from on the internet? Uh, yeah, so I started playing Hunter in WAD. I've been playing WoW since the Burning Crusade. Um, I actually main started out back then as a Rester Druid and slowly transitioned to dps and i actually mained a warlock up until wad um and then i sort of transitioned to hunter um i really loved the uh the hfc hunter um and i sort of just uh became super involved at that point in true shot lodge and um i did a little theory crafting and i i've personally never really i've dabbled in the apl stuff but i've never been as good at it as you know ghost or jay-z or any of them are now um, I currently write the Marksmanship Hunter Guide for Wowhead and the Beast Mastery Mythic Plus Guide for Wowhead, uh, which are both out right now. Um, and yeah, and then I also do a lot of the just, uh, just Hunter content. Uh, Bindak sort of has, um, been doing a lot of it in the past and I'm sort of taking over. He still does, uh, he still has the Beast Mastery Guide, obviously. Um, I, I'm sort of taking over. You know, all the, the pet articles they do, the Hunter Pet series that's um, been coming out and all that jazz. Um, uh, so, yeah, and that's sort of what I do for Hunter. And obviously, I'm in True Shot Lodge, uh, same as Ghost. And I've actually been uh, sort of transitioning to more Mythic Plus oriented um, stuff as of late. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I still, you know, do a bunch of Hunter stuff. So, yeah. That is just to put your chops out there to make sure people know what you're talking about here. The, the part of the hard part about the next probably like month to month and a half of shows while the MDI is actually going on is because a lot of the guests that I would potentially bring on the show, which would be most problematic when I bring on, try, I'm trying to make a Prot Warrior show for next Sunday, but we'll see if I can get, because everyone's doing the MDI, right? So what, so the internet knows, what, what keys are you running right now? And why are you writing the Mythic Plus content and guide for, for Hunter? Right now, sir, because I saw your armory. So, but you know. um, well, on Raider, I am like top ten hunters in the world. I don't, I don't know. It it honestly fluctuates. I think I've gone from like six to eight to ten to whatever. Uh, I'm around that area. Um, but as far as MDI goes, I am trying to do the MDI. Our my team was actually uh, disqualified for the first round, the first cup. Uh, our demon hunter um, had a banned account that he forgot to tell us about, so mm. that was fun. Um, so we ended up replacing him, uh, and so we're in, we're doing it this time around. Um, and so we got a replacement, and we so this MDI's time trials for the Western Cup are Toldegore, um, Temple, and what's the other one? 
uh, mother load. Um, and so we did our toll de gore last night. Um, oh, wow. Look at the barrage of subs you're getting. Oh, Gorex <laughs> here. Yep. I see that. Um, uh, yeah, so we're, we're doing, we did our toll de gore last night. We didn't do too great. Um, but we're doing mother load and temple probably later tonight. So yeah, I, that's what, you know, all of NA and EU has been doing the last three days, just no lifing it on tournament realm. Yeah, basically the, there's actually a funny tweet that I saw. I think JB posted out there that, uh, with the new time trial bracket coming up there no one is doing temples yet is that <laughs> i don't know temple yeah, okay so uh, yeah. you know most of the affixes are not bad to deal with but bolstering just you know people hate bolstering in the mdi world and there's actually a meme copy paste going around about removing bolstering but oh. uh but uh yeah so the for the west our affixes for temple are bolstering grievous fortified and reaping and mm -hmm. that is a nasty combination in Temple. You have you know, all the stuff at the beginning. You have the little uh, the little Crocolis pups that have really low HP. And then you have the big old Berserker dudes. And then you have, of course, in the middle, uh, after the first boss, you have you know those marksmanship that are in the cloud of dust. And so you have to kill the snakes before you even kill you know, the marksman. So he automatically gets bolstered. And then yep, yep, yep. You know, there's just so much mix-matched health in Temple. It's a very nasty affix. And it's... Uh, not a very funny fix right now. A lot of the mobs, and this this comes down to I guess that's I, don't, I haven't seen the bolstering meme. I might need to post it in Discord so I can have the the reference. But the, with the way that Mythic Plus is now, and how dangerous certain mobs are in different dungeons, which is one of the leading things of like why why Mythic Plus and BFA isn't as fun. Yeah is you have to really focus target certain mobs and you really can't obviously do that with bolstering so then you have to deal with either a stronger version of those crappy mobs that are very difficult to deal with or you have to do the weird like kiting patterns and all the knockback like druid toilets and all this kind of weird stuff i don't know i've seen and heard different things about how to deal with it but you, I, you've I done sent you the the copy paste and discord oh That's gosh mdi <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's like a, it's like a conversation within. Okay. All right. Hasn't made it to the Photoshop realm yet. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, I guess the first bit we can bring up, and we'll kind of bounce between a few different topics as the show goes on here, and we will talk a little bit about BM and survival. Just just hold your horses, okay? Every single spec is a show a little bit. Is so the trials of the bow, the gun, and the crossbow. Marksman has had quite a fair shakedown every expansion over and over. And it's funny to see which specs over the course of the last like three or four expansions have gotten a lot of changes. And each expansion, Blizzard kind of seems like, well, certain specs need to be sort of reinvented every time, which sometimes helps, sometimes doesn't. So the, the function of how Marksman works having a rocky start, issues with secondary stat scaling, or just being kind of weird. So where is your happy place, thinking back to previous incarnations of marksmanship, and why did you enjoy that version compared to now? If you have any, like, individual reasons of things you want to, like, bring back or get out of the spec currently, Ghost, I'm going to you on this first. So where, where is your happy place with Marksman? 
Um, so I've been I started playing Marksman since uh, start of Legion from Emerald Nightmare, and I think uh, Marksmanship was in a fairly decent place at the end of Legion, and also kind of in the middle during Nighthold and and a bit of um, Tomb, but. During Nighthold, there was this. Actually, I I really liked it. It was um, uh, built with a lot of cooler induction. You had uh, um, the trinket I forgot the name of, which uh, reduced your major cooldown, and you got a tier set which also reduced uh, two shot. What did you say, Moose? Convergence of fates. Yeah, con yeah, conversion of fates. You had conversion of fates. You had the legendary boots, and you had the tier set which reduced your true shot to like a very short cooldown which made the spec actually really fun and fast paced and then the end of legion like completely at the end you had like four four different builds like you had like the normal single target build but then you also had like a meme build and then you had like a, a, a variation of the meme build which made <laughs> even like more fun and stuff and like more brain that you would you could say and you also had like um, sidewinders. Well, that was also a really nice thing because sidewinders uh, gave the spec some cleave, which uh, like right. some spread out cleave, which made the spec actually really fun. And I think for me personally, it was yeah the, uh, the nighthold build because it featured a lot of cooler induction and like true shot that like one minute cooldown maybe. It's 50 seconds in some cases mm -hmm. and it made the spec so fast and so fun and even in like mythic plus it was it, yeah it, it was a really fun spec yeah that's that's the weird part i test every expansion rather specifically every single spec it's like two i call them the passes and i started doing this in in warlords and then it really evolved in legion and now into bfa and that was the one part you you brought up the, the the pacing and the how fast and fun in that regard that that marksman was but obviously blizzard wants marksmanship to be a much slower more methodical spec yes. considering that bm is constant and you can do they can do everything they want while moving doesn't really matter they have no cast times and marksman is the opposite and yeah. is oh, i sort of feel like they don't exactly know what they want for marksman i think they've changed it two times in expansion the last yeah. three expansions so yeah like even within bfa it got a complete almost overhaul from start of old year to now like hmm. the start of old year the the spec was completely different it all relied on like one fucking uh one talent which made the spec like like you so RNG based, and then now it's completely different from old. You know, it's uh, yeah, it kind of went back to like a cooler induction uh, spec, and then I don't know. The Blizzard don't know exactly what they want for it. They right. kind of like to pick up things from old expansions and old patches, but they um, yeah, they don't know exactly what they want, what direction they want to go for. So then, where where's your happy place with with marksman then moves? Because you have a bit more in the past than ghost, which is fine. That's why I went to ghost first because he dealt with the his first big incarnation was legion. So what what do you think? Uh, I sort of like a mixture of two different marksmanships. So back in wad, 
Uh, Marksman sucked up until like the HFC area. I mean, Hunter sort of had like a like in High Mall you played Survival, and then BRF you played BM, and then HFC it was uh, Marksman. And I really liked the Marksman HFC uh, or HFC Marksman um, era. Uh, it was very they had a careful aim that was sort of how we have it now: priority damage. Um, you had Chimera Shot back then, and it was very good uh, single target. Um, the AoE was okay, which is, I, I for AoE, I really liked the Legion Marksman uh, with, you know, Mark Shot, and, you know, as Ghost was saying, we had the, the meme build with the piercing shot and stuff like that, and uh, I really liked that type of AoE. Um, I don't. I didn't mind the Legion single target, and I think a lot of people, which is why you know, which is why they ended up changing it. But a lot of people complained about vulnerable and having to, yep. you know, the timing of it and trying to weave in, you know, aim shots and stuff like that. And a lot of people just did not like that and complained about it. I personally didn't mind it, um, but in AOE, mark shot was really fun and marking targets and um, and stuff like that. And then you know the meme build and stuff, but. But yeah, so I, I would sort of combine Legion AoE with uh, HFC single target. It would be my happy play. Okay. I know that was that was the one thing that I I know very specifically that I think I even named my second pass video for Marksmanship Hunter by saying the vulnerability window is gone because that was a, a very interestingly contentious point where sometimes Blizzard makes this Colossus smash judgment vulnerability window as a core part of the mechanics of the spec and for certain ones it works okay like arms warrior still kind of has it retribution paladin not as much but still kind of there but it's funny to see which one of those types of window dps specs stay and which ones get totally gutted and removed from because of feedback where people are like it's okay but meh I mean, vulnerable was okay, um, especially the hiring people that knew how to, you know, change your lag tolerance and stuff like that. But for, you know, 90% of people who were playing Marksmanship Hunter, they had no idea, you know, that, you know, half a second, you know, affected your DPS so dramatically with vulnerable. And, yeah. and so, yeah, it was just such a, a, a swing. And then not only the vulnerable at the time, but it, at that time, it was also so crit reliant. And I, I remember, like, you know, to the point that if you didn't get crits on your opener or something like that, it was just like, holy shit, this spec sucks. You know, it was like, you know, and mm. then if you do get crits, it's like, holy shit, I'm a god, you know, and you're like topping the meters and the fluctuation was just so crazy back then. Yeah. There, there is, a, there's still a, a bit of that I think we have right now, but it's not nowhere near as, as nowhere egregious. Near yeah because back then you had i don't remember it was it was i don't remember which artifact trade it was but uh you had crit compounding on crit and so like if you had an ability that didn't crit it, you're losing like four times as much crit damage and stuff like that as opposed mm -hmm. to now i mean you still have crits obviously but it's not not nearly as crucial if you don't crit okay the other big thing that did change going from last expansion to this one, which I will probably be the, the namesake of this episode here as this middle topic, is to pet is to hunter, but not marksman hunter. 
So, mm, BM versus Marksman has always been this back and forth. And I like how you brought that up, that each tier, when we had the tier set bonuses, sort of determined which spec you would play. Kind of like how, we, again, doing the pure DPS specs up first when we have three DPS specs for Rogue, Mage, Warlock, and then Hunter is depending on which one ever is in like the hierarchy based on the current raid tier, or in this case, maybe what's different in Mythic Plus versus raids, which one gets picked. So why play a pretty much locked down turret spec in Marksmanship versus BM when they can do, again, practically everything while on the move, they have no cast times, super mobile, and the pet does 75% of their damage, just hit kill command, forehead, right? While doing all that, so what does Marksman bring over BM? Is it a Azerite combination that works better in Mythic Plus? Is it a better potential in raids, like the reverse execute mechanic you have? So I don't know which one of you wants to bring this to the forehead first, but I don't know. What, what, how do you decide which to play in the game right now? At the moment, I you could say that marksmanship brings more like uh, controlled priority damage, sure. and you could like BM also has that, but MM has a bit of that extra. You have like true shot is almost all of your damage, and you can actually control when you use your true shot, and it's also a bit shorter cooldown than um, it's the major cooldown of uh, BM. So you can actually control it more. Also, um, careful aim, it's um, our execute talent and it works on above 80% and below 20%. So I think MM, yeah, MM is definitely a better execute class and execute classes are more attractive for raid fights, I would say, because the last, you, you won't kill the boss until she's zero HP and the last, the most important part is like the last part of the fight. So execute is always more important. And I mean, for AOE, you could change up the whole story. I would say BM is better, but that's mainly because of Azerite traits at the moment. But for raid fights, I would say, yeah, MM has more priority damage, more burst damage. And um, yeah, that's sort of it, I think. Okay. Yeah, I would say, uh, uh, so before BM got buffed, Marksman was like hands down the better spec in raid. Um, since they got buffed, BM got buffed, uh, what, three, three, four weeks ago now? Or 8.1.5. Yeah. Um, honestly, you could go either way in, um, in raid. Marksman's still a little bit better because of the things Ghost said priority target damage, um, execute, burst, etc. But being totally honest, the only reason Marksman started out better and is currently still the go-to spec is just because the raid caters to Marksman. Like, Marksman still has hmm. a lot of flaws. Like, you don't have two-target cleave. You don't have AOE past, you know, six targets. Um, whereas BM has both of those. And BM is more mo slightly more mobile, not that much more mobile. Um, but if you think about the raid, everything is single target, right? And you have a couple ad spawns and like Gonk and, uh, um, what other fights like Stormwall blockade where you need that priority target damage and your true shot lines up really well. Um, the few ad fights that we do have, um, Rastakhan, uh, a little bit of Jaina, um, 
what and then opulence right your true shot lines up perfectly with opulence you have three targets which is falls in marksman's aoe range uh but if there was a fight where there were you know a council fight where two targets you know two bosses were right next to each other like jade fire for example uh marksman's actually awful on jade fire um bm honestly isn't that much better but you know fights like that where the the fight just doesn't fall you know within the aoe range or catered to marksman beam would probably be a little better just because of its mobility and it has better defenses it has you know if there was an aoe fight you'd probably pick uh, bm uh, which is actually the case in mythic plus the reason why bm is so much better uh not so much better marksman is viable but bm has better defenses it has utility through spearman um, you have a purge a soothe you have just yeah. so many different things as BM, whereas Marksman, you also have those things, but you have to whip out your pet. And as most people know, we have Lone Wolf, which, you know, if you have a pet out, you lose 10% damage and your pet only attacks one target. So there's a lot of things that Marksman, you know, if you're going to not have a pet, you're losing all this utility and defenses and stuff like that, whereas BM has that. And I think, you know, like I said, the raid just really caters to Marksman. I don't think this upcoming raid, um, from what I've seen, I haven't actually done any raid testing, but the upcoming raid is very AOE and spread, spread cleave and stuff like that. I don't think Marksman will be that much better than BM in that raid. Yeah, the, the raid is very spread out, and BM and both MM are like, they suck at spread. So, yeah. <laughs> like, without Sidewinders, MM is like actually like useless for spread out damage. I mean, we can take Barrage, but Barrage is such a garbage talent that we don't even try to talent it. Yeah. You well, so you play survival then in Crucible Storms? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. Honestly, Hunter as a whole is not looking too bright for the the two the, the next raid, Crucible Storms. Hmm. We'll see. It's there's like a lot of little things you brought up there to to pick out that I could get into. A nitty gritty on all these different things, right? So, the the tail end of this discussion I wanted to bring up is one of the common mistakes that you hear about or read about that players make either returning to or getting into or swapping from other hunter specs to marksmen, and sort of what are the do's and don'ts that you would like to to send out there or quell in the community. Now, Ghost, you do a lot of the Discord moderation, so I'm sure you've heard stories. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people overthink how they should play the spec. And they should... I mean, they, the, the rotation is very simple. Like It's just don't cap on your angel charges. Try to use rapid fire on cooldown. Uh, try to use uh, true shot um, at favorable moments in the fight where you don't need to interrupt your rotation um but a lot of a big problem is when people don't plan ahead and what what will happen is like um like they start casting aim shots it's like a huge cost 2.5 seconds and suddenly mechanic hits they have to interrupt their aim shot cost and then lose a lot of damage because they lost almost two seconds of uh, their rotation and then they have to recast the aim shot at the at the worst time and while they are recasting maybe their rapid fire comes off cool and, and then they're even losing more rapid fire uptime and stuff 
Um, so people just have to plan ahead a bit because it's not actually bad to like sit on your aim shot charges because we have two charges of them. So you right. can actually like wait till they are recharging. And yeah, people should like when you people should just look at their boss timers and when they see like, oh, this mechanic is going to happen, I should move ahead because movement is actually is not a big problem for marksmen. It's just about planning your movements. So you see, like, for example, Conclave, when you see the big bird is like circling around, what a lot of people do that are not familiar with the spec or not with the fight, they just keep doing their rotation and suddenly the bird lands and they see, oh, the bird is landed. I need to move. No, what you should have done is you should have pre-planned your movement and already went to the spot the bird was landing because right. there's a, like you can see the ghost already landing. So you don't have to interrupt your aim shot, and then you can actually like save your aim shot for the moment uh, the AOE is starting to happen in the circle. And a lot of people are like making mistakes when they don't know how the fights work or they are not familiar with the spec. So it's better for people to like get comfortable and and not overthink a lot of stuff. Just it's almost like press everything on cooldown. Don't waste your procs. And when people start overthinking stuff, then they start making mistakes and stuff. Yeah. I want to, I wanted to bring up the other bit because everyone keeps talking about true shot. And this is actually the, the one part that I wanted to, to ask specifically. So let me grab the tooltip real quick here. If I can, oh, yeah. because this was changed or updated recently. And I didn't know if this was the, yeah, here we go, if this was good or bad, right? So the secondary stat scaling that I brought up in the previous topic. So true shot, two minute cooldown now reduces the cooldown of aim shot and rapid fire by 60% and causes aim shot to cast 50% faster for the next 15 seconds. It cuts the cast time in half, right? Yes. Right. And the biggest problem I've I heard a lot that Marksman had and talking about movement and pre-planning and knowing because, again, you have to turn it pretty hard to cast the jokes in chat earlier where I would like MMR if it didn't have a 30-minute cast time on, on, on aim shot. It really isn't that long, though, is, is how haste interacts with your core ability. And obviously now true shot does, but is... True shot in a better place. Was this the right move that Blizzard did to fix this ability? Moves one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, um, you both had it. So before, uh, before this change, you know, um, two months ago, I don't remember how long they changed it, but basically, true shot gave us a lot of haste and one charge of aim shot. While the haste in and of itself doesn't really help marksman that much like even now even with true shot um haste is actually really bad for marksman outside so, of true shot okay. and and so like you really want just like a bunch of mastery and you know crit and stuff outside of true shot but then when you get to true shot um you know you have you want to pump as many aim shots as as much as possible as much as focus allows you to right. um 
and so before i i think i don't remember it goes correct me if i'm wrong we were running sims and stuff with the old true shot and we actually omitted true shot from the sims like completely so like he just didn't cast true shot and it was like maybe 100 or 200 dps yeah, less than yeah. you know it, it was like such a an, mm. a non-beneficial cooldown and it was on three it was a three minute cooldown at the time right and so yeah. he used it you know twice a fight or something like that and it just like literally did nothing for you um whereas now um now we have you know obviously cast more aim shots and uh we also have a, a you know back then we had unerring vision but since it was a three minute cooldown unerring vision wasn't really that good because you only benefited from the the crit every you know three minutes well now we have a a talent called calling the shots which we had before um but now that true shot's actually worth using the talent plus true shot we get every minute 15 seconds plus the azurite trait and we also have like in the rhythm and stuff like that and so we actually have a lot going on during true shot um and so it's actually really good to use now and uh and yeah but that was the one thing so they I thought I heard initially that it was not the right choice that Blizzard did what they did with True Shot, but you both sound like it is the correct path, right? It actually it values your major cooldown because before it was, as you said, barely noticeable. Well, there's one extra thing um, when they read did True Shot, um, they actually uh -oh. like it's still kind of. I wouldn't say bugged, but when you compare the value on the tooltip to in-game, it's uh, completely different. In-game, it gives way, way more reduction than the tooltip indicates. And normally, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. the tooltip says like 60%, but yeah. it's, in reality, it's like, I don't know. It, way it's more. like 100. Yeah. So yeah. if it did what the tooltip said, aim shot would be a cooldown of like eight seconds or something, right? Yeah. Where in reality, yeah. it's like a, a cooldown of like four or five seconds. I don't remember what it is exactly. And so it's actually dub almost double what what the actual tooltip says. So if they actually let it, you know, let it go through as what the tooltip said, it actually wouldn't be that amazing of a cooldown. I wonder. So TrueShot itself, just looking here in the database, twelve second recharge before any haste, because haste will lower the the actual recharge time of true shot I mean, of aim shot right yeah uh, yes so to get your charges back however what i'm wondering is if the true shot 60 percent cooldown reduction actually is applying to the 12 second base and not your hasted affected cooldown recharge so that may be why it's i well, think even I think that works out with aim shot, but then I think rapid fire is like 250% reduction compared yeah, to 240. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Like uh, rapid fire becomes 5.7 second cooldown under true shot from 20 seconds. From 20 seconds. And that's nothing what the tooltip indicates. Yeah. I think it, it yeah. should be 12 if it did what the tooltip indicated, if I'm not mistaken. But it's actually, yeah, like a six-second cooldown, what Ghost said. Weird. So it's like, yeah, so it's definitely better than what the tooltip indicates, which is why it's so good for us now, which is why we run calling the shots and stuff. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, so like going back to what you were saying earlier about the movement of uh, Marksman and True Shot and stuff like um, True Shot is really the only time that you're a quote turret spec, right? Because, okay. but even during True Shot, like you can still stutter step and stuff like that. You're not 100% limited to, you know, standing still those 15 seconds. Like you still have, you still cast rapid fire twice during True Shot. So you can still move during rapid fire. All your arcane shots that you cast during true shot, you can still stutter step. Um, I th I think uh, if you're looking at the sim, you're only standing still about twenty percent of the time, I think, or something like that. And so marks more, a little more, yeah. But I mean, it's still like very minuscule compared to a lot of other caster classes. Like it's not obviously it's not BM. You don't have a hundred percent movement. Can just you know move whenever you want. Um, but Marksman is still, I think, one of the most mobile classes besides maybe like Fire Mage or something like that. Okay. It's just a misnomer that I get, I get out there. All people say like, you know, cause you only have one ish to two spells. You have the hard cast. Whereas, well, I mean, like look at a the miss. Sorry. The, the misnomer comes from what Ghost was saying earlier, right? Okay. Like we have aim shot, which is, you know, a, two to three second cast depending on your haste uh -huh. and people feel that it's very turret reliant because of the aim shot they feel that they have to cast the aim shot as soon as they have it and stuff like that or you know in reality like ghost was saying we have you know two charges they each have 12 seconds you have a good 10 seconds before you absolutely have to cast that aim shot and so a lot of people don't look at their timers and stuff like that and you know just do their normal rotation and think that they have to cast aim shot Whereas, you know, maybe there's a mechanic coming and casting another arcane shot and then moving and then casting the aim shot would be better than casting aim shot, interrupting your aim shot, moving, then casting your aim shot again. You know, you lose a lot of DPS by doing that. Okay. So, so it is you definitely have to predict your movement. Now, the other interesting sort of, I don't know, sticking point that has weaved its way into the previous conversations that we'll bring up right now. And if you want to bring in survival into this and BM to compare and contrast, by all means, I know there is a bit of a, well, I'm playing a hunter to play ranged, but survival is, is pretty good. It's pretty fun, but it's, it's not whatever. Uh, even though survival hunter can be almost all played at ranged and their major cooldown lets them play totally at ranged every two minutes or so, but is AOE. I know that chat brought it up a little bit earlier and I'll bring it up now is that AOE seems to be a little strange for marksmanship because of target limitations, caps, whatever you want to say, different casters, different melee, all have different parabolas where they work out in different AOE packs. And obviously right now at Mythic Plus, a big part of the game, Reaping is AOE, the dungeon, the affix. Every 20%, essentially. Unless you're playing Night Elves and you skip the entire event, the entire dungeon. But, so, where does Marksman Hunter AoE in their situation right now? And how does it work out? And why is it good, bad, ugly? I don't know where the, the separation here is. But, is it awesome? Is it poor? Is it work? But, I'll go back to you, Moves, because you're the one doing the 20 plus keys right now. How does it... Um, yeah. it's... 
It's not as bad as people think, honestly. Um, people think that, oh, the two target cap, oh, the six plus target cap, marksman is so shit. Like, you know, just play BM. You know, it's it's really not that bad. And yes, the two target cleave sucks. If you have a competent tank, they know that you, you know, first of all, if you're pulling two mobs in a dungeon, you, like, what are you doing, right? Like, you should be pulling at least three plus mobs with almost every pack um and so really that aspect of marksman doesn't isn't that bad and the situations when they do arise our single target is better than most and so our single target is enough to suffice for the lack of two target right in that sense um as far as the six plus a lot of people look at it in a vacuum and say hey we can't deal damage to those six plus mobs so like you know reaping no you're never going to pull as much as a an outlaw rogue or a demon hunter or whatever in reaping right that's just not your strength marksman's strength is consistent damage right and so when you have a five target or a six target mob where you know an outlaw rogue has a five or six target ro a mob you're going to be doing upwards of a hundred thousand damage to those four or five targets whereas mm -hmm. they're going to be sitting on waiting for their blade failure charges or something you know and and so marksman is a lot more consistent over the entire dungeon whether that it you know you're not going to be an outlaw rogue or whatever and you're not going to burst up to 200 and reaping whereas you know their single target for example when they get to a boss they're pulling barely 20k whereas marksman single target on a boss we had true shot up every minute we're true shotting probably twice twice maybe three times a boss on tyrannical and we're pulling you know 27 28k average while they're pulling 20k on bosses and stuff mm -hmm. and so it's really it's really uh you know we're more of a prolonged steady class very bursty um mid-range like our mid-range is very good but no we're not gonna you know be pulling those huge aoe numbers like but uh i'm just gonna bring up the talent calculator here chat's freaking out because of your cat but uh you have interesting talent choices for aoe though i mean i'm looking at volley and the new explosive shot and and barrage uh, goes yeah. To yeah yeah like um even Volley and um, the I think it's explosive shots on explosive the same shot. row. Not, yep, they're yeah. on the same row. Yeah, like even volley and explosive shots, um, they would potentially do more damage on like twenty targets or like ten targets. Um, careful aim is just too good to pass on. Like you lose so so much single target damage because. Uh, hmm. When you take volley or explosive shot, you lose so much on single target damage, and even it's like not worth to ever pick those talents at all. And same goes for um, barrage, actually. And I think lethal shots is never taken at all because it's like uh, lethal shots is actually like a, a cheap version of double tap because, yeah. like, if you do the mat a bit, it's it gives you like one extra double tap per minute and it's it's just, uh, one extra rapid fire per minute and it's the same as double tap but double tap you can control and yeah. you can choose which ability you use it on and so lethal shots is just a poor version of of uh double tap so yeah like barrage folly and explosive shot they might barrage might be good for mythic plus but the, the dungeons are designed in such a way that you would just if you would just use barrage once you would pull half the dungeon 
in Legion it was a bit more controlled that you could like stand behind the mobs, but if you would go to like mother load and do like oh I skip this pack and then then you have no way of using barrage if you skip a pack and then the guard the talent is completely gone because you can't use it. And yeah, like those talents might be good in a pure AoE situation, but rates is never pure AoE. MT plus single target is almost as important as AoE. Right. In some sense. So like those talents will never ever be picked because the talents they compete with are just too good to pass on, especially careful aim. Because careful aim gives some execute damage and execute damage is always um always good. I I'll bring you a talent calculator one more time just to bring this up before we move on. There was it, it's it's interesting looking at talents now in the game because everyone sort of gets them to this point that you usually have your AOE talent tiers, your single target talent tiers, right? And for the most part, you have that as marksmanship. But why is a AOE cooldown in the same row as a AOE passive in the same row as your reverse execute? And yes, I know the reverse execute can kind of be utilized in AOE situations a little bit. But at the same yeah. time, then you have lethal shots down here which is obviously an AOE passive to give you your single target or AOE rotation. And then you have just another AOE cooldown. And then you have essentially another AOE-ish cooldown and double tap. So I wonder if Blizzard split these apart to not make you have an AOE and a single target row specifically so that you can kind of cross the streams to have a little bit more AOE or more single target. Thinking that there was like a, a problem within the base of the spec, knowing that there was maybe a pitfall that you needed to fill out but that's the weird part about the talent rows here for uh, honestly that is one of the things that you know and we've done you know like the the write-ups on reddit and stuff like that like saying you know with the state of marksman hunter and stuff like that and that is one of the the arguments that you know if you would just literally just swap a couple of the talents around sure marksman would be very good in AOE, Mythic Plus, you know, whatever. Hmm. But because of the way they have the talents, it's very very single target oriented, right? And all hmm. of the AOE talents that they do have are either very undertuned and you don't use them in single target, like Barrage or Explosive Shot, and or they're RNG. And most of the RNG talents are fine in sustained AOE, but let's be real, there are no things in WoW that are actually sustained mass AoE, right? Like, they're always, you know, waves of stuff, or Mythic Plus, you have a mob for, you know, 30, 40 seconds, or, like, it's never sustained, right? So, talents like the current Lethal Shots, or Volley, for example, that stuff that's an RPPM, well, if it procs, it's, hey, it's amazing, it does damage, you know? But if it doesn't proc, when you need it to, you have, you know, 20 mobs during Reaping, and you never get a Volley proc, or never get a Lethal Shots proc, well, it's like, well, this talent's shit. Why am I taking it, you know? Right. Whereas you have Double Tap, which you can always save. You always have it on demand. Um, double Tap also pairs really well with Careful Aim because you can double tap your aim shots inside that Careful Aim window. And it synergizes really well as opposed to, you know, the other talents are very hit or miss. Yeah, there are a lot of good couplings of talents here. But I think they forcibly made certain picks work really well together which then devalues 
other potentials you have there. Numbers aside, but that seems kind of like the way that Marks would play, almost in a way that you'd have sort of these extra cooldowns to weave in as the base of the class to Legolas your way to victory, I guess. So we'll see. 8.2 is bringing changes at least with the Heart of Azeroth. I don't think we're getting any crazy talent and class changes, but PTR soon. So we'll see. And I wanted to end cap this with uh, all 300 specs. If you had to divide them into a role which they best fit into based on their strengths, where do you think you would? I use on the maid show, we talked about if you made them like a box of cereal. I don't know what you want to make them, make the hunter specs here. But, uh, but Ghost, you kind of summarized it a little bit earlier, so I'll go back to you on this one. What do you think, where do you, where do you slot in the three different Hunter specs as they currently are now, based on their strengths against each other? Um, I would say Marksmanship is a really good raid spec. Um, it's very reliable, and it will almost always does what it needs to do. So you it's very a very reliable raid spec. Same for BM. At the moment, they are like almost on par with each other, and they can dish out almost the same damage. I would just say MM is a bit better for raids because its damage is in better, uh, better places. While survival, on the other hand, is a complete different story. Survival is like. It's not unique. It doesn't do anything niche. It doesn't do anything unique. Um, it was pretty good before their last nerf. They had like uh, their one of their traits, which made their single target ridiculously high. And you would say maybe survival would be like, oh yeah, we need single target damage. We would bring survival for this fight because we need high single target damage. But then they nerfed the trade with a ridiculous amount. And now survival is like, it doesn't do ridiculously high single target, single target damage, doesn't do, doesn't do any AOE, doesn't do any spread damage, doesn't bring any buffs to the raid, doesn't bring any execute or like meaningful execute doesn't do anything unique or good. So I would just say like, play survival if you're good at it, but don't play it if you want to bring something for your raids. And meanwhile, MM can do amazing things in a raids and amazing priority damage. And BM can do the same. BM can also be like your one spec that does all, all the dirty jobs for in the raid or something like you could say, oh yeah, yeah. on Jaina Mythic, oh yeah, we assigned the BM for the catapults for for every annoying job that nobody wants to do. You can just assign the BM hunter, you know. Mm -hmm. And also BM brings crazy sustain and defensive, so it's a really good high end spec, which is very yeah, which it keeps itself alive, you know. I, I would say to piggyback off that, Marksman is definitely the better raid spec. BM is viable in raid. BM is the go-to Mythic Plus spec. Marksman is viable in Mythic Plus. Survival sort of sucks at both, but survival is the PvP spec. That's sort of like, yes. survival is mm. really only, the only viable PvP spec at the moment. There but... it is. <laughs> okay. And then I, I need to... to, to... 
quite awesome that I thought was really funny in the guild. It's it's actually funny you brought up like the, the marksman versus BM overarching back and forth here. Both of the hunters in my main raid were both going marksman and were for like Mechatork and a Stormwall. But now with extra farm and some Azurite trait moving around, they actually both went BM, I think, for Jaina because they didn't want to do the jobs as marksmanship. So they both went BM. But there, I wanted to get this little silly thing out of the way here when we had them raiding as marksmen. Um, the opener and how you guys sort of figured out and parsed out the proper way to open in the rotation, sort of specifics in there. We had a 20 second pull timer. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> what's the, what's that about? What's the talk to me about the 20 second pull timer. Uh, it's because of double tap. Um, double tap is it makes our first or our first aim shot or just, you know, Aim shot or rapid fire, whichever one we cast first. And the opener, we use aim shot. Uh, it just casts it twice, right? Sure. And double tap lasts 15 seconds, like the buff. So we hit double tap, and we have 15 seconds to cast an aim shot or a rapid fire. And so basically, the idea behind that is we cast double tap, ideally 10 to 15 seconds before the pull starts, so that during the fight, we get that cooldown back at 45 seconds into the fight or 50 seconds into the fight as opposed to a minute into the fight and so it's it's a very min maxi thing but it it allows you to potentially get another double tap at the end of the fight if that okay. makes sense all right no that that's, makes total sense and then how that works into 8.1.5 right now where does what's your opener sort of priority here i know you have it we have it written up on on the wellhead guide, but that doesn't always lay out the little things that you guys have worked out and how it feels when you're playing Marksman. And is any of that impacted by Azerite either? Anything you need to have to make the rotation and the opener and all this kind of stuff uh, all work together and congeal? The opener is pretty much always going to be the same. It changes a little bit based on if you have like lust or gale collars or something. And okay. basically, you just get an additional aim shot in, or you might have to steady shot at the very end because you don't have enough focus. Um, but generally, the opener and even just every true shot is always going to look basically the same, right? Because before every true shot mid fight, you're always going to, you should always be getting close to full focus right like above 80 to 90 focus right so the true shot should always look basically like your opener uh the only difference you have to think about really is uh, if you have in the rhythm traits which you should because there are one of our best traits um you want to you want to be maintaining that in the rhythm buff which is via rapid fire which if you're doing the correct true shot rotation you sort of do it naturally anyway um, but that is something to be cognizant about is maintaining that buff. Okay. And yeah, when rapid fire finishes fully channeling, your haste is increased by a rather large amount for eight seconds. So, okay. So it's furious gaze for havoc. That's my second spec, uh, in class that I play. So it's, it's similar to Basically. that then. Okay. Yeah. And I do see, we do have the Azerite trait stacks here worked out. And it looks like a pretty, pretty big, uh, jump. Pretty big jump from In the Rhythm to uh, Unerring Vision. Everything else is pretty close together, though. Yeah, we have a lot of traits that synergize with each other. And it also makes In the Rhythm 
better, you could say. Sure. Because we have um, surging shots, which has uh, which makes our aim shot have a greater chance to uh, reset the cooldown on rapid fire, which boosts in the rhythm. So we have like all these traits, even focus fire, um, which increases our focus region, which yeah, which also makes in the rhythm better because like all those traits together makes rapid fire a uh, very desirable uh, ability to use on, on cooldown. Right. And yeah, this all these traits uh, in the rhythm itself is very good, but we actually want almost one of every trait almost. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about. Is there a, a hierarchy? Do you stack triple in the rhythm and then you want 1.1 wonders for your other traits? Because you can obviously have essentially six major traits right now. That, uh, uh, that it sort of really depends on, I mean, obviously I'm going to tell everyone to send themselves, right? Cause it's a little different for everyone, but, uh, but, uh, right. basically, you know, our, our two best traits we have in the rhythm and unerring vision, right? Um, and so unerring vision gives crit and the rhythm gives haste, right? And so, how many of each of these sort of depends on your passive crit and passive haste. And so if your gear naturally gives you a shit ton of haste, three times in the rhythm, obviously because of diminishing returns, is probably not going to be the best setup for you. Um, whereas if you have a shitload of crit, maybe you only need one or two on your vision, right? And so hmm. it, it sort of it sort of fluctuates. Like the average best setup is two unerring vision, two in the rhythm, one focus fire, one surging. But that fluctuates depending on your crit and haste, right? So you, for you, the best might be three and uh, three in the rhythm or one unerring vision or something like that, you know? Okay. So that has some wiggle room there. All right. I like to hear that because there are certain Azerite combinations we've heard about where there are very huge differences between traits. And this is sort of the back and forth on why Blizzard made so dang many of these things. But it's good to know that at least, I mean, it all seems to be very pigeonholed into the changes they've done with True Shot, calling the shots. And then, of course, it's funny to hear that Haste is good when it's part of this part of the spec, but overall, not really. But now it is again. Silly, silly secondary stat story that has followed this spec around for a very long time, it seems. But that's all we got for the first half of the show. Do you guys have anything else you want to wrap up on on any of that? We want I want to get time to get some viewer questions weaved in here because I'm sure we'll have some good ones that will not involve drawers. <sighs> but <laughs> if we're all good, I'm gonna let these guys walk away for just a moment, and I have a few things I'm gonna blabble about real quick. Of course, I am wearing the Azerite Days shirt today. This is by Fabelina, inspired by the gorillas. Demon Days shirt. So, of course, if you want to support the show, the stream, everything in between in a more physical sense, and that is over on the apparel store through Design by Humans. There are text and textless, and then unisex and ladies versions of the shirt because it has to be resized based on the shirt parameters there. But very awesome shirt, as well as a lot of other apparel that we have put together there from a lot of other artists in our community. And of course, if you lived under a rock and haven't heard this about the show yet, after all the years running and all the episodes that I have and the hundreds and hundreds of hours of doing this, 
I'm uh, very picky about this, but the show is now very sponsored and partnered up with Corsair. Links are down below. So if you're looking to invest any bits and bobs and pieces and parts for an upcoming build, you can do so and support the show. Cases, fans, keyboards, mice, they have chairs now. I realized I recently found this out that Corsair actually has their own chairs, which is ridiculous. I'll be putting together a, a huge new build, actually, with a whole lot of Corsair guts, and I'll be upgrading to the two PC setup, finally, after doing this crazy internet job for over seven years, or just about. But you can do that. Links are down below, as well as Elgato, which is part of the Corsair family. And Elgato has a whole bunch of extra bits and bobs as well. I will be setting up my crazy stream deck and soundboard and everything with their help. And I've learned a bit more about this whole setup when I went to PAX recently and streamed from their awesome Corsair 1 and Elgato setup. But that's all down below. Links are in the description box if you want to support what I do here and get some gear along the way. If you're looking at getting new RAM or headset like right, right there, then... I was waiting for this, um, the PC I'm using right now, to stream and make this show for the last many years is almost all Corsair as well anyway. So it was a, a huge, awesome moment to work with them and sign up with them and get all that done. And it's exciting. So we only, uh, we only shill boss TV so hard, but when the companies that you're shilling are that good, then is it really shilling or is just being excited to work with a big, big partner? But the information is all down below. Thank you very much for those that have supported the show and stream in those ways. It goes a long way, actually. If you want my dumb face on, like, a mouse or a keyboard packaging like Bajira has, that's up to you guys. I'm nowhere near as handsome, but it, it could be a good juxtaposition. You never know. They'll put me on, like, really weird colored RAM. <laughs> I don't know. Stream Deck is love. Stream Deck, I, I will definitely agree with that one for sure. 100%. But all the relevant links are down below the stream here on Twitch or, of course, in the video description box on YouTube. Or if you're listening to this audio only, the show does go up on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. The audio only stuff, obviously, is just that. So you have to come over to the website, finalboss.tv, or right here on Twitch or on YouTube. All the information is right there. So, to pet or not to pet? A moment ago, though. Oh, wait. Is that a different cat? moves oh wait oh no this is my dog that's a dog <laughs> i just looked up and saw fur oh yep okay see but now your lone wolf buff is off uh i'm a beast mastery hunter IRL. oh okay <laughs> is that all right i like it i like that but i want to weave through some chat q a and the new faq section of the show and whatever discussion that we do bring up here for Marksman Hunter. And I'll start us off. If you guys have questions, of course, drop it in chat. And we'll weave that into what, uh, what Ghost and Moves can answer. But how about when do you... So this is the, this is the, the hook that I actually had there. When do you actually use a pet as Marksman? Or do you usually always try not to? And if you have to use a pet, which ones do you recommend that hunters have on hand to be utilized? So it moves because you have your IRL pet at the ready. Um, you 
honestly, you hardly ever. Obviously, if you're questing and you need something to, you know, to take, um, you really only need it if you absolutely need the utility. Okay. Uh, like e even in Mythic Plus, like obviously you're you're able to lust as a marksman hunter. You whip out your ferocity pet and you can lust. The the damage you lose just from lusting, right? Now, sure. now if if it's opportune times, like there are some bosses like where you don't deal any damage for you know 20 seconds you're able to dismiss your pet and stuff like that but just the uh the fact that you have to whip out your pet and you lose that 10 percent damage right so you're losing a little damage you do have the pet to make up for it so it's a slight loss but you have the lust um and then afterwards sometimes you go straight into mobs right so you have to sit there dismiss your pet wait the 20 seconds for lone wolf to ramp up and you're losing a lot of damage um and it's obviously just a pain in the ass to sit there and dismiss someone pet back and forth every time you need loss right. right um and so we have drums right which is five percent less taste that five percent less taste is not it's basically not worth the five percent more haste rather it's not worth the hassle and the damage loss that you get from whipping out a pet hmm. um so in raid, obviously you're never gonna lust, right? Because you have mages and stuff. I think the only time in raid that you ever use a pet is if you really need the survival. Um, I think Ghost, for example, on his first Mechatork kill, uh, whipped out his pet at the final phase, right? Because it was prog, and you got a little bit of extra leech, right? Survival, yeah. um, and Ooh. so you lose a little bit of damage, but you had that survivability. Um, and so it's really only if you absolutely need that utility. And so it's very niche hardly ever use it but it's there right yeah like you would gain 10 percent extra leech which is actually a big amount for, especially for uh during a raid and on our progress skill um in the last phase of mechatork mythic it's actually quite intensive on healing department so i would whip out my pet and it would give me 10 percent extra leech which is really big especially in the execute phase mm -hmm. with my true shot and stuff i would like whenever i would crit on my aim shot i would instantly go up like 20 percent hp and for like only very niche situations where you would need extra healing in raids you would whip out of pets i would also do it on gohun mythic in the last phase because okay, gohun yeah. mythic yeah. was like a, a, a somewhat um enraged like you would just the boss would just be too hard because there would would be too much healing but with the extra pets the healers could focus on other people mm -hmm. uh so i could stay alive somewhat longer but in in no other situations you would ever whip out of pets it's only like in very niche situations where you would need an extra bit of survivability in race but outside of that in raids, you would never, never, ever get a pet. So, uh, yeah. But this is the the, the follow-up question to that one is that, so, Ghost, to go back to you, because I got to put you on the spot because you have people in chat that are going to make fun of you. If you don't answer this correctly, which pets, and they're all fanciness, do you actually have at the ready? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I have... Um, um, there are three families of pets uh tenacity uh ferocity and cunning um i have a spirit beast for whenever i play bm 
for Mythic Plus. But for every family, I have a pet that can also dispel. So my, my pet choice is very boring. So I have like one cunning pet that can dispel. I think I'm not sure. I think it's a it's a bird, but I'm not, I'm not sure which bird. Terrible. And yeah, and then there, I have a bat or for ferocity that can leech and can dispel. And then for tenacity, it's uh, I'm not sure which pet. I, I, I honestly <laughs> I'm, I'm a very boring person. Uh, person. I, I also don't transmog. My pet choice is very. Oh, terrible. I saw your I I saw your armory. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, it's very. It's not good. It's terrible. It's all right. I'm a. I'm a pretty boring hunter too. For, uh, for Haiti. So I don't know if you know this, but the Haiti just came out, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of you know making one Haiti and able to change it, we have six different Hades, and you have to tame them separately. And so. Yeah, so we have six different Hades, and they're all they all have a different appearance, right? So they're classified as like a different spirit beast, each one of them. And uh, instead of you know giving each one a cool name, I just named mine uh, Borshot Titan Strike. You know, oh, just no. what the what the appearance looks because. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I still didn't do that quest, so uh, yeah. <laughs> Awful. So how about, oh no, yeah, a question about auto chess in Dota, oh no. Yeah, I've been playing it somewhat, it's very addicting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's honestly just relaxing, you, could, you can easily do something else while playing it, and yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a high rank, I'm, I, I'm very low rank, I'm, I'm not pawn, I'm not pawn. I'm nice. above pawn. Yeah, but I'm not high. So I gotta I gotta look back at this one, back at traits here. Is does marksman have any traits that specifically help AOE compared to BM? Because I know you brought that up earlier that uh, BM has just Are you talking about Fireshar's question about the the best BM trait versus worst? marksman trade right right yeah exactly I, I think what he's referring to is rapid reload and um so we actually just i guess just sort of discovered it semi-recently okay, um, yeah, yeah. so i guess it happened when they buffed rapid reload by like 100 percent and 8.1.5 but before then rapid reload was an absolute garbage trait like no one even thought twice about it because it only worked in aoe right so your single target it's literally like you don't have a trait equipped you have to hit three or more targets for this to even apply with multi-shot and it's a crossover between marksman and bm so both both uh specs can use this trait okay um what we figured out was that for bm and so if you read the tooltip it does extra damage on multi-shot right and it reduces the cooldown of all of your aspects well, Marksman has, you know, Aspect of the Turtle, Aspect of the Cheetah, right? Mm. Well, BM also has Aspect of the Wild, which is our main cooldown. And I, I don't know if it's intended or not, but it also reduces Aspect of the Wild. And Aspect of the Wild by itself isn't that great of a cooldown, but we also mm. have another Azerite trait called Primal Instincts. And Primal Instincts, every time you cast Aspect of the Wild, you get like a thousand mastery, right? And so if bit. you 
<laughs> and so if you stack, so in Mythic Plus specific, specifically, if you stack Primal Instincts, right, you have 3,000 mastery, more or less, every time you hit Aspects of the Wild, right? And uh, Multishot, if you have a Rapid Reload trait, reduces the cooldown of all of your Aspects. Um, so what the tooltip doesn't say is that it's it reduces the cooldown of all of your Aspects per target hit not just per multi-shot, per target hit. And so reaping, you, you're hitting 20 targets, right? You're reducing your aspect of the wild 20 seconds every time you throw out a multi-shot. And so it's to the point where you can literally overlap aspect of the wilds. And so that, you know, obviously you're gaining 3000 mastery and it's a two minute cooldown. By the time reaping is done, you have another aspect of the wild open or ready, ready to use. That seems kind of so good. You, it's very good, right? So for BM, it's amazing. Uh, Marksman doesn't have any aspects, right? If True Shot was called Aspect of True Shot or, you know, whatever, it would be amazing for Marksman too. But uh, right. so Marksman doesn't have that that same effect. And I don't know whether it's just because they classified it as an aspect or what. But but yeah, so it's amazing for BM and Mythic Plus, um, which is why BM is so much better than Marksman at the moment. Dang. How about a hierarchy of weapon enchants or rest in peace scopes for marksmen? Is there a is this part of the sim yourself based on your Azurite traits and your stat weights and which one might be better, which proc you want on your your bow or your gun, or is there a put this on and never change it? Ghost, what you got? It's, it's mostly just uh, the mastery enchant that gives you mastery because okay. marksmanship just lost mastery. It's, it increases all your damage, and it's just very simple. You could, for Mythic Plus, get a haste enchant, maybe, because um, in AoE, in some situations, marksmanship is kind of locked down by its haste, and it would be beneficial for you. But it's just better in a, almost every case to just get a master enchant, because it increases all your damage, and it just... Monster is just amazing for MM, so yeah. Okay. There not there another weapon enchant that actually is a scope or something? I heard people, is this, or no, no, it's the gun that has the proc that is like an old one. The, 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 yeah, the, the Megator gun. gun. Mm. Yeah, yeah the, they buffed the, the, the effects, I think like Dispatch, but like before the buff, the gun was actually awful. It did way less damage on single target and on AOE. It did like it was so much behind that you would like never use it. But they actually made the buff so so good for single targets that yeah you use it you would use it for single target, but you would never use it for mythic plus because the uh, proc is only only affects one target, so you would never use it for mythic plus obviously. Okay. But for a single target fight like Megatork or like maybe even Jaina, you would just use again. Okay. I thought I was trying to look up on the monitor to see is there anything about that. Oh gosh, people bringing up ammunitions in chat. Oh no. Yeah, the incendiary was actually like almost the best enchant for both BM and MM. But because it's just uh, damage proc, it obviously doesn't scale, so it was really good in older. But sure. yeah, the, the, like as the expansion goes on, like people get more 
like people will start to scale more and more with secondary stats so the the proc will just fall out of favor because it will just do the same damage even if you get stronger okay so we don't use it anymore right interesting so how about this one i gotta vet this question real quick because you guys can bring up questions if you see them too because i have a few more but uh calf's question is it worth it to delay rapid fire when true shot is coming up so you can cast it right before true shot so you go into true shot with a relatively fresh in the rhythm buff so this is about pacing of abilities i suppose um you generally never want to delay rapid fire um i think if it's like a second maybe two seconds you can delay it to to get that in the rhythm buff but you generally never want to and that's just because of a, a number of things right like you have um rapid fire is a 20 second cooldown right and so if you're delaying it three seconds every time you cast true shot you're probably going to miss a cast of rapid fire over the course of a raid fight right um whereas so when you cast True Shot, um, you automatically get the reduction, right? So Rapid Fire automatically becomes a six-second cooldown when you cast True Shot, right? And so if you don't, if you don't cast Rapid Fire right before, which is an ideal situation, so say you don't have that in the rhythm buff or it's about to expire, you cast True Shot and you cast your first aim shot, well, Rapid Fire is probably going to be available right then, right? And so. That's sort of what I was talking about earlier when we were talking about opener and rotation and stuff like that is, yes, ideally you want to go in to true shot with that in the rhythm buff, right? So the ideal setup is rapid fire, true shot, aim shot, et cetera. You have that in the rhythm buff. You refresh your in the rhythm halfway through, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you never want to delay rapid fire. You never want to delay true shot. And so you're obviously not always going to have them time perfectly, right? And so what, hap what ends up happening is that more or less, you're always going to have uh, five total aim shots and two rapid fires within your true shot window, right? And so hmm. ideally, it, it'll look like three aim shots, rapid fire, two aim shots, rapid fire, right? Well, if you don't have that in the rhythm buff starting out, it might look like aim shot, rapid fire, three aim shots, rapid fire, aim shot, you know? And so you just shift your rapid fire up to get that in the rhythm buff quicker versus versus holding it and losing out potential rapid fire casts, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, those are little things that a guide can tell you, but it almost it's a feels crafty kind of thing. So it's good to hear about that little bit. And that's one thing that I think that comes up. I think Preach Mike has talked about this before in a couple of his videos where there are very clear instructions that the community puts out there that organize through APLs and through guides and through priority lists and things. But at the same time, there are these moment-to-moment -moment bits. Ghost brought it up earlier about how you pre-plan. So it's not always something they can just write out for you. So that's good to know. How about... Let's take a trip into the past. And this is a little bit less... Unless, you know, Ghost has read about previous Hunter spells and interactions and things here. Moose might have a little bit more of a, a story on this one. So I'll go to you first on that. What one Hunter spell or ability... Would you like to have back in the game for Marksmanship if you could have it right now? Can I start? Yeah, I, yeah. Ghost, yeah, yeah go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sidewinders. Uh, oh, I think yeah. Sidewinders <laughs> was like, uh, like, 
it just it's not to make it baseline but just to have it as an option like oh. whenever a fight would come up which would introduce spread out targets and like spread out like just to spread out fight and mm. sidewinder just gives a nice option to do that like and we, they took it away and now we really don't have any option at all like i know a lot of people in chat are now saying oh yeah there's amazing spells we want back but like sign was sign was just so such a nice option just to have even if it was not needed was was just a nice option to have just in case the situation would ever come up and just now in like the new raid that will come we will have no option at all we will have to single target on a fight with like three spread out targets and we won't be able to do anything at all and signwinders will would be a nice option for that fight and what it actually also introduced a nice play style it like it's introduced downtime but the downtime could create for like interesting um min maxi situations where you could like delay a certain mechanic for a certain ability or like a talent and it would be nice for min 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 maxi situations too but yeah okay yeah chat's bringing up a couple of different things it's funny about kill command kill shot uh trank shot i don't know why they took your trank shot away trank and shot would be amazing for music plus aspect yep. of the fox would be a godsend no gosh oh please stop no <laughs> no none of that none uh, of that at all but i thought that was battle interesting. red Ooh, battle res for pets i don't know why they took that away well they didn't want you to have both lust and battle res that was their sighting during the bfa beta cycle so but i thought if they gave you they, they let you keep your offensive pet utility in lust but then why wouldn't they give you your defensive utility in Trank Shot? Because you had it, because they gave back Soothe Beast or Soothe Enrage or whatever for Druids. So why did they take away from Hunters? Why'd you guys yeah, lose? Well, they gave us uh, Survivable of Fittest, right? Which is, you know, mm. when we have Lone Wolf, we get Survival of Fittest. But yeah. they basically just took off, you know, all of the pet utility, you know, Soothe, yep. uh, Purge. Uh, I don't know what else to do. Yep. Uh, Spearman, like B BM has Spearman and stuff. So yeah, I think this kill shot's another good one. Yep. Well, actually, in BFA beta, I think like one or two builds, uh, Hunter as a whole had Trank shot. Yeah. But then they removed it for the for the pet dispel. I I don't know why they did that, but yeah, it was a such a nice option to have. Right. Oh yeah, so chat brought up again too. Your trank is on your pets, but that's a purge of a magic effect. That's not a soothe. Uh, uh, no, it, it's both. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's both. Okay, well that again, BM and survival can use that all the time, no problem. But marksman has the lone wolf conundrum, which we already talked about before the break. So that's kind of the yeah, side issue there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's both. It's okay. Yeah, he's Azertharian's watching this stream some vacation. Yeah, true. He's tuning in to make sure you guys aren't saying anything wrong. Oof. Oof. No, we opened the show with him. We can't talk about it anymore. Get out of here. So, how about this? Is the weird one. Hunters are essentially a caster, right? Outside of survival now. 
Do you think that sure. hunters, BM and marksmen, should actually have auto attacks? Barring reworking stuff that actually is as proximal auto attacks. But do you think all of your abilities should just be like a caster, right? Because mages don't have an auto attack. They have to cast a fireball, right? Warlocks don't have an auto attack. They have to cast imps or cast shadow bolt. But hunters still auto attack. So do you think you should still have auto attacks or should all your abilities be the abilities you cast like other casters well, or other ranged? I mean, we have a gun, right? So we're shooting stuff, whereas a mage has, you know, no weapon. They're just casting. So I feel mm -hmm. like we should still have the auto attacks or, I mean, I don't know, for like BM, I mean, for marksmen, I guess maybe you could just have like lone casts and just I don't know I, I guess it would make sense either way mm -hmm. um I personally still like the auto attacks it I mean because hunter class fantasy is you know aside from survival we're basically ranged melees right and so we right. still have the auto attacks and stuff like that and we have all the mobility that melee have more or less but you know it's from range and that's sort of the fantasy that goes into it right like the only reason I would like for artifacts to be removed is so I don't ninja pull. And <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've I've done it so many times. You're like, oh, you you click on a mob and it instantly pulls, and yeah, it's just because it it, it actually acts like artifacts like from melee, and it like the moment you click on the mob and you have like. Or you are like in attack in attack mode or whatever it's yep. called in, in WoW, and it instantly pulls them up. And at least we have feigned that. If we had, if we didn't have feigned that, Hunter would be like never played at all. I don't know. That's actually I've done that so many times. <laughs> as a melee, I get back and ready to pull a boss, and I'll right click automatically, and I'll get into the the combat stance, and I'm ready to go. But no, I, I can't imagine how many times our hunters have have. Tab target, right clicked on Conclave or on Stormwall Blockade or Mechatork or. Oh, yeah. Because your auto yeah. attack starts automatically when you right click on something. And since you're ranged, you go. Bonk. Yeah. And even like our rapid fire, when you. Like when we are pre casting aim shot and you would like queue up the next spell, like, and it would always be rapid fire, right. you automatically shoot an auto attack because for some reason. The moment you press rapid fire, even though yeah, you're still pre-casting your aim shot, you would cast an, an auto attack. So mm. it would happen very often this this tier that would be that that, that, that I was pre-casting an aim shot and I would cast rapid fire and would instantly cast an auto attack, even though I was it was like still two seconds away from the pull. And yeah, it happened so many times. Chat's bringing up a bit of the back and forth on rapid fire during the cast switching mobs. Does your rapid fire is it fixed 8.15? Can you actually switch mobs during mm, rapid fire yeah, now? It's now uh, when you cast rapid fire, it's a debuff now. So like you would put a debuff on a mob and it would just shoot your rapid fire on the mob. And normally before dispatch, you could just like choose your target and rapid fire would instantly switch target but they change it to a debuff and you would just channel the whole debuff till it's over and yeah it's not good because sometimes a mob would die in the middle of your channel 
and because we have the Azrai trade in the rhythm, you would only gain the tra uh, the buff whenever your rapid fire would end. But sometimes a mob dies in the middle of your channel, and we would never gain in the rhythm buff because you would only gain the buff whenever the channel would end. But because it ends in the middle of your buff, you would never uh, in the middle of your cast, you would never gain the the buff, and it's actually a terrible change. Because normally you could like switch target and then you would still channel. Oh wait, so you still gain, you yeah. can't switch targets during it now. Yeah, you can't switch targets anymore. Yeah. Before so, you could. Yeah. Yeah. So before, Ooh. if you were attacking target A and say it dies, you can switch to target B and your rapid fire would keep going. Now, if you're attacking target A, target A dies and your rapid fire stops. Um, but on the flip side, what they did change, like glass half full, I guess. If you're attacking target A, you go LOS and come back LOS, your rapid fire doesn't cancel. It, it keeps channeling if you go LOS or if around a pillar or whatever. Hmm. Um, whereas before, going LOS would cancel it. And so like they made good change, bad change. Um, but like what Ghost was saying, if you know if we're attacking target A now and it dies, we don't gain that in the rhythm buff because we only gain the end of, in the rhythm if rapid fire finishes channeling. Okay. And so you have to be really cognizant of mob HP in that sense. It's not a good change, in my opinion. It's terrible because in the rhythm is our best Azerite trade, and everything depends on the trade. And yeah, unlike fights, uh, like you would like um, Rasekhan, whenever the totems are summoned, in some situations you wouldn't even like cancel. You wouldn't even like. Um, cast rapid fire at the end of like when the, the totem is getting low hp you wouldn't even cancel you wouldn't even channel rapid fire because you might lose out on your rapid uh, on the, in the rhythm buff and yeah it's like it's actually quite toxic because sometimes you're not gonna cast rapid fire because you might lose out on on your buff so yeah that's what azure brings up Another counterpoint to the change is nicely you can actually rapid fire a target by disappearing or teleporting away and still get your in the rhythm buff because it'll still keep channeling on them despite. So like when Jada teleports away, I guess because of the debuff targeting, it still will cast even if she goes immune or goes far away or something like that. So you still right, get which in is the what rhythm. I was saying about the LOS and LOS stuff like thing. That. Yeah. So I guess yeah, maybe a little back and forth there on that one. So, super important question here, which Ghost probably can't answer this because he's a terrible hunter. So, I'll go to... I gotta go to Ghost first on this one, though. If you actually did transmog, is it bow, gun, or crossbow? Um, it's not gun because this, I play with sound on, and if you play with sound on and... I think rapid fire makes an awful noise when you use it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and it, it's like so loud, and you like shoot twenty times. It's like almost ear deafening. Um, so I play with a bow, and the crossbow animations are terrible. Like you could, you can't even see anything. So I just play with a bow. Okay, moves. How about you? Uh, crossbows are awful. I hate crossbows, and I think just the transmogs just look awful for crossbows. Uh, I play with the bow. I think the the transmogs just look a lot better than the gun ones. 
uh i don't a lot of the guns are like really stubby or like fat and like just look i don't know there, there's a couple cool gun ones like the uh the wad cm appearance and stuff like that there there are a couple cool guns but um i prefer bows most of the time i think that the only gun in the game that i've seen more often than not is the old karazan one the giant long like canistered the black and gray it's called yeah the big bad wolf gun yeah that one always comes to mind or it's the really obnoxious looking one the one from vanilla world of warcraft the weird crazy yellow and blue super soaker which is just you know if you're gonna yeah. make yourself look like a a, a nonsensical hunter because that was the other question up in chat earlier uh is all gear <clears throat> still hunter loot yes <laughs> but people don't want to trade it anymore it's uh annoying uh hmm well classic wow does come out this summer mana <laughs> yeah back to mana and ammo yeah and pet happiness Feeding your pet or it runs away. I'm sure you can get that, 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 that. Yep. That'll be fun. When you get a certain pet and it, it doesn't have weird food requirements. It's not meat or fish or fruit or whatever. God, pet skill levels. Get out of here. So on the future then, we have Crucible of Storms coming out. Actually, uh, as I'm sitting here recording this. So next Tuesday, the 16th for Heroic and Normal. And then the 23rd for Mythic. Is any of the loot that is coming from the Crucible of Storms, the new, like, affixed, essentially, they're, like, pseudo-legendaries, any of the affixed loot coming out in Crucible of Storms looking tasty? The, uh... I'll open this up with saying that the male pants look... Sure. But why is the health threshold on the male pants 90%, but on the leather pants for the exact same effect, it's 60%. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't remember. It's like you get, you deal damage or something above ninety percent, right? That's what the effect it's is. It's an extra damage proc above the health threshold, below when the when the proc would happen, it just heals you instead. Right. Yeah. I think they're. Uh, I think for pants, maybe for farm, if you're if there's not that much damage going out, they might be good. But sure. I think in general, it's gonna be pretty. I mean, ninety percent. It's very easy to get below ninety percent health, right? And so, like, maybe defensively it might be good, but pants have such a huge stat value on them. Yep. I, I don't think they're going to be very good outside of farm, but I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know if we've seen them yet. I think we have to wait and see if they actually fix that, because it's very funny when I saw that come up. But, I don't know. Is Ghost that the only you... male? I know There's... we got our special gun this tier. Right. I think that's the only male thing out there, right? For the next. There are the interesting. They're the trinkets too. Yeah, I think the trinket is really nice, but it's also very, very dangerous because it keeps doing yourself damage, and the longer it it stays active, it keeps doing more and more damage. So it's active for thirty seconds, but you can cancel it whenever you want. But and after, yeah. It keeps on doing more and more damage. So in the last ten seconds, it's it's gonna kill you if you don't get any heals. Mm. Or, hey, healer yeah. problem, not ours. Yeah, is it it's going? A problem. Well, no, because this is the one thing I always ask and, and bring up, depending on class utility and how this trinket will be coded. 
And if you don't need to use it on something else, <clears throat> can you turtle it? Um, I don't what, know if... What, I mean, I'm mean? sure you probably could turtle it. Uh, turtle works really weird. Is is it a dot on you, or is it just a... Uh... I don't know. This is why I bring it up. I have no idea, because that would be kind of nonsensical if you could get this. This huge dot's about to blit you personally, but I want to keep doing more damage. I'm going to turtle the debuff and leave the trinket going. So I don't know if it'll reduce it or not. That's what I'm curious. If it's a dot, turtle usually doesn't work with things that are already on you. Right. right? Like if it's a dot that just keeps ramping up, then turtle probably wouldn't work. But if it's just damage that happens to you, it might work. Yeah. But then again, you can't attack during turtle. And yep. that damage is I don't I don't know if it'd be worth it. I don't. I mean, we'd have okay. to submit, but well, you'll you'll figure it out. I just didn't know. I always bring up the counterpoint. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna throw up the talent calculator here again, real quick, and move. See if you want to walk me through. Uh, I didn't want to bring this up too much again because you guys talk about this in the Wellhead guide. You have TSL resources for this, but what is sort of the the go to build right now for the marksmanship hunter as it currently sits in uh, eight one five. And so talents are pretty set in stone for marksmen. You're always going to go master marksman. You're pretty much always going to go careful aim. Uh, natural mending, trailblazer, camouflage is sort of like trailblazer for like transmog runs. Natural mending is for raid generally. Camouflage is usable in Mythic Plus. Um, so is natural mending. So generally, natural mending. Uh, Hunter's Mark is the go to um, for 90% of situations. Um, Streamline is usable in Mythic Plus, but it requires a very specific gear set. Um, so generally, just Hunter's Mark in all situations. Uh, post haste is the way to go for raid, um, and even in Mythic Plus, uh, Binding Shot is usable in Mythic Plus as well. Uh, double tap is the go-to, and then calling the shots is the go-to in the last row. It's funny. Born to be wild, and we'll bring this up on the Beastmaster Hunter show. And again, if you've talked about this before, with how aspects are titled born to be wild has a huge benefit as a dps cooldown for bm but no survival. benefit oh and, and survival yeah i guess but nothing for marksman uh it doesn't it doesn't reduce aspect of the wild for oh BM. it does it only not reduces... only eagle yeah. then it's, it does say Correct. on the tooltip here eagle yeah i just looked at that that's still weird though hmm Almost if it feels did like... reduce aspects of the wild. That'd be even better for oh, uh, sure. For BM. But see, that's one of those weird. You know, here aspect of the wild is not considered a cooldown or not considered in this aspect essence. You know, whatever word. But then you know, with rapid reload, aspect of the wild is considered a, an aspect, right? So yeah, it's very interesting. Poor lock and load. All the old school survival hunters. This was their passive. Explosive shot. Old school stuff. They keep trying to make it a thing, but nope. And then piercing shot is still super wonk. The silly uh, thing. I mean, piercing shots, like, in essence, like, in uh, the meme build back in uh, Legion, it was a good, like, it's a good ability. It's just so undertuned right now. It's just not worth yeah, right. it. deals almost the same damage as an, like, an empowered arcane shot, and like, our arcane shot is just our spender, so it's really weird that the talent is doing the same amount of damage yeah. as our spin. It's like a 
30 second arcane shot or 30 yeah 30 second 35 costing arcane shot as there's, a talent there's this really interesting potential here to have all these different now again depending on how you, you sort through your hotkeys and button bloat or whatever but and it's numericals aside where you could have this really cool like explosive shot barrage piercing shot burst combination because they're all sort of in that that aoe-ish range right where you could set up your piercing shot into an explosive shot and then end with a barrage channel and that'd be kind of neat hunter wise right just shoot this that was actually in legion that's yeah what the meme build was and so you would use meme build on you could use it on like very mathras back when you needed to like burst kill ads yeah. Um, you could use it in Mythic Plus, uh, but I mean, explosive shot and piercing shot were tuned a lot better back then, right? And so mm -hmm. you just explosive shot, piercing shot, and you'd burst, I don't know, 30k, whatever the high high AOE at the time was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, now they're just, you just lose so much. I mean, they're just undertuned right now, but there's right. nothing wrong with either of the abilities. Per se. That's, what I, that's what I was getting at. It's the, it's the weird part that there are these neat other cooldowns if marksman is meant to be this very sort of cooldown focused or uh slower paced spec where you kind of revolve around these things but numbers usually it comes down to numbers it's cool to see hunter's mark back again though i don't know if you guys enjoy hunter's mark being back or not i know it, it looks <laughs> oh honestly the gcd fucks hunter's mark like mm. you just if it wasn't on the gcd and you're able to swap it like back and forth it would be a hundred times better but right. having a gcd I, I think you don't even want to apply hunter's mark if the ad won't live for was it like 10 or 12 seconds now goes yeah something like yeah something like that yeah so even, like half the time more, yeah. yeah like half the time like on uh you know, like the sirens on blockade or something like that. You don't even, or you know, the raptors and conclave. You don't even move your hunter's mark because it's not worth that GCD. And uh, I think like the robots on Gonk is like the only time you actually move your hunter's mark. Uh, I can't think of another time that you would actually move it in raid. Right. It it should be off the global. It's so weird that it even is. Does it have its own? Global isn't like less than a second, or is it a second global, or is it still a? Uh, it's just the standard GCD. That's so wonky. That doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make any sense. How about uh, a little stat question to wrap us up here? I guess is there a mastery cap for marksmanship for those that are listening and may not know? Your mastery is sniper training, which the range of all your abilities is increased by a base of five percent, scaling up based on your actual mastery amount, and the damage of all your abilities is increased by eleven percent. Scaling up, of course, as well. So, uh, just keep stacking, it's amazing oh. for us. It just <laughs> increase all our damage, so no reason for it to have a cap. Okay, yeah. But how far do you stand away from your raid? Um, as in some situations, as far away as possible, in some situations, <laughs> as close as possible. Okay, like whenever a mob is about to die, you want to stay as close as possible, of course, because um yeah uh, spell travel and like our abilities have to travel then you actually want to be as close as possible yeah. but for like pre-pull and like whenever you are about to start a fight you want to be standing as far away as possible because then you can like start casting your aim shot even sooner and stuff yeah there's also a, a bug right now with double tap oh, yeah. uh, 
expand max range. Um, and so I, if, if you know how double tap works, it, it replicates your aim shot, right? Um, that replicated aim shot actually has a delay on when it gets fired. And for whatever reason, the replicated aim shot of double tap 100% always cleaves, whether you multi-shot or not. And so it just has trick shot like embedded in the programming. And so if you stand max range, double tap aim shot on pull. So like for Jaina, for instance, right? If you're standing max range of the boat, those ads are within your eight yard radius or whatever trick shots is, and you double tap aimed, that second aim shot will always cleave if you're standing far enough away. Huh. And it's very, yeah, it's very weird. I don't know why it's programmed like that, but... It's nice to min-max. I don't know. That's... Huh. I didn't know that. That's really strange. Yeah. But, yeah we have uh... a lot of bugs. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. But yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. Honestly, the range as far as marksman goes is not as bad as it used to. I remember in Legion, healers hated me because I would just stand so far away and I would never be within healing range. Um, just because for vulnerable, for instance, it was actually crucial that you stood as far away as possible, right? Because you wanted to uh, delay the application of the vulnerable, vulnerable window. Um, and so you wanted to stand super far away. And then um, I think... I want to say that it used to be more range. Like I remember in Legion, we got up to like 50 some odd yards. I think now yeah. we're at like 45 yards or something like that. So it's not 47, quite as bad. 48. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite as bad, the range that we get from the mastery, but. Okay. I think in, in Legion, secondary stat scaling was way higher. So that's why we got way more range on our mastery. While now in BFA, it's all about primary stat scaling and secondary stat scaling almost stays the same so yeah sort of i mean a lot of specs are teeter-tottering on the many secondaries are better than agility strength int right now so yeah. it's sort of coming back yeah it's coming back but yeah. like items are like not giving us insane amounts of oh, secondaries sure. anymore yeah but those sockets though yeah the sockets the sockets it's uh it's a pain so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this and I think we're we're good. Uh any shout outs or remarks, little soapbox time that either of you have here to sort of share some wondrous bits of wisdom by chance on the community or anything you wanna end end on the show notes with. So Ghost, we'll go back to you on this one, sir. What what you got? Um I wanna shout out, yeah, of course, Ezotarian. He's very nice dude and he's also been a nice friend and also yeah good guildy of mine i also want to shout out my guilds uh, solaris they have been a very good group for me and i've always enjoyed my time with them uh i want to shout out my personal weep discord it's kind of stupid but yeah i want to shout them out nice um also yeah, i just want to shout out just the hunter discord through shot lodge they are very, very, I don't know, it's very, a very fun group, a very friendly group, and I always enjoy my time with them. Um, in general, uh, if, if you just enjoy Hunter, just come in through Shot Lodge and just ask me or any of the people in there how to play or what, how they should play or like just DM me. Mm -hmm. It might take a while while 
till I answer, but it's I have a very busy life and I, I will I will answer, but I will help you. So yeah. Awesome. But you, you won't close your drawers. No, I won't close my drawers, no. Okay. Moves, how about you, sir? Uh yeah, shout out True Shot Lodge. Um Jay Z, Azor, uh, uh Ghost, uh, Serbi, a lot of people just put a lot of effort into, you know, the, the APL and I think Ghost and Serbi rewrite the APL daily and there's always, they're always finding improvements and little, you know, plus 15 DPS, you know, little baby things to improve us. And, Heck yeah. uh, they do a lot of work there. Um, uh, the, my fellow Pepegas at Heart in the Paint, a, a lot of, uh, excellent raiders and, uh, gamers there. And uh, I actually just joined them, but they've been very welcoming, and they're pretty cool. Um, and yeah, all my uh, my fellow Mythic Plusers and uh, my fellow Hunters and Pet Tamers, and yeah. So that's about it. Sounds good to me. I like the the bits. Open all the drawers, and then you have to pay more <laughs> for Ghost yeah. to open all those drawers. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. But already then. I'm going to take it home. We have a couple more things we'll talk about in the Patreon BTS after show. So, of course, if you're supporting the show, there should be anything between over there. There'll be a little more of this that we'll record shortly after the show ends. I'm going to hit this button over here that, that signifies the show is wrapping up. And it's right there. So, thank you all very much for tuning in to episode number 185. We're getting close to 200. I don't know if we're doing anything special. I have so many more of these to do. We do have the next four shows. I'm roughly looking at this on the horizon here for uh, Protection Warrior. Hopefully, if they get some guests on next Sunday, because a lot of them are probably doing the MDI stuff, but because Protection Warrior has suddenly flew to the top of the charts, Prot Warrior, followed by Mistweaver Monk, Feral Druid, and then Elemental Shaman. Trying to theme the specs we talk about based on how the current ecosystem and atmosphere of the game is going. So I kind of feel like those are all specs right now that are sort of on the chopping block to be discussed. So if you have any guest suggestions, hit me up on Twitter at FinalBossTV. I go over about how you get in touch with me a lot more in a previous episode of the show where I sat down with my manager. So you can go check that out. The VOD, of course, is right here or it's over on YouTube. But around the table again, Ghostold, you can go follow him over on Twitch where you can see his drawers remaining open all the time. Thank you very much for your time on the, yes. on the show today, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for bringing me here. And there's Moofs as well over on Twitch at Moofzy. You can go check out his stream, ask him questions about stuff, tell him how bad his guide is, all that good stuff. That's how, that's what it's for, right? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. All the feedback. <laughs> yeah. But thank you very much for your time on the show today. I mean, everyone, it was, it, every show has its own leaps and bounds, but Hunter is an interesting one to always get on here. So I definitely appreciate you guys taking the time today. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for having us. So that's it. Again, Prot Warrior, Mr. Monk, Feral Druid, Elemental Shaman, the next four in a row. Every block of 12 basically gets one of each, one spec from each class. And we'll see how that goes from there. If you missed the show, of course, YouTube archive, Twitch archive for subs, and iTunes to your Google Play for the audio-only version. After show on Patreon, that's it for me. I'm going to get out of here. Go record some more stuff for you guys. So... Crucible of Storms on the horizon. 
let me know in the YouTube comments if you're watching this far ahead what you think of the raid coming up because it looks a little weird. Unas probably going to be way over tuned. But thank you very much for watching. And until next week, everybody. <gasps> Bye. Wave by the nice people. Wave. Wave. Wave moves. Wave. There it is. Yo. <laughs>